put an end to misunderstanding, chaos, conflict caused by Scope Creek disasters. Family, can I share a story with you? One day I received an email and we call them nasty grams. And the reason why we call them nasty grams is because the context in the email is not vital for a real, true, healthy conversation. So in this nasty gram, it, it basically said, hey, you didn't really explain what we really needed to do, and I am not happy how the project is being led. At that point, I had to step back and ask myself, did I deliver the, the proper information, meaning documentation, communication? Did I make sure that people were involved and not just me throwing task items at them? Well, I did do that. So before I could respond, another email came and it said, this one was much longer and it went into more details about poking holes in the project that I was actually leading. Now, at this point, I am beyond what we call frustrated. I am at a state because, see, family, when you want to be or you are exemplifying exceptionalism in project management, people say don't take it personal, but I take it personal because of the fact when I want to get better, I need to get better, and I'm willing to do the work to get better, and I'm working with an amazing team, and that particular stakeholder doesn't take the time to do what? Pick up the phone and give me a call. It's just very interesting to me because see the context doesn't really illustrate what is actually going on you can see the frustration you can see the disappointment whether it's with me or their team but it's just frustration see family what i had to realize is, is that first before i could react i had to understand again why, where is this coming from so i picked up the phone i made the call and of course i got sent to voicemail so i said hmm so I said, instead of trying to do all of that, I'm going to go around and have conversations with other, uh, the other stakeholders to find out, hey, do you feel like you weren't made aware of everything that was going on? Do you feel that you didn't get the proper documentation, the proper support, the proper guidance? If you didn't, then my apologies. But if you did, I want you to be honest with me either way, because my job is to get better. My job is to serve you to make sure that you can deliver on the outcome of making sure this project is on time within scope, under, under budget or on budget and within quality. You see, you have to understand family is that when you run a project that has multi-phases and there's interchanging of stakeholders, you have to ensure that those new stakeholders that may not be aware of the project that you're leading have a better understanding because they may be looking from a 30,000 foot view and they're not in the details to understand that there's multi-phases. Also, they have to take the time to look at the documentation, but as a project manager, you have to ensure that you pro provide them with proper documentation. Now, if they fail to look, there's nothing that you can do. My grandma would say, you could always lead a horse to water, but you can never make them drink. Translation is, I can give you everything under the sun, the moon, and the stars. I think that is a song. But the point is, is that if you're unwilling to participate, meaning the meetings, if you're unwilling to participate, reading the meeting recap, if you're unwilling to participate, having silo meetings with your team to understand, hey, what are the ass, then you don't know what is actually going on. So today's episode is entitled, Scope Creep. Not on my watch. How I shut down confused stakeholders. Again, scope creep. Not on my watch. How I shut down confused 
stakeholders. If you're new to the channel, I go by the name of ED. I have an eight point framework. After these eight points, I'm out. Let's go, let's jump right into it. First point, first of all, what is scope creep? Because we need to unpack that before we go deeper into what we're about to do here. Scope creep is basically adding features, functionalities to the project scope, of course, without addressing the time, cost, resources, and also getting customer approval. Point number one, stakeholder alignment. Family, as I shared with you in that story is, is that as a, with stakeholder alignment, we have to employ strategies to align stakeholders with a defined scope. We have to set the expectation from start to middle to end. Why did I just say start to end? Is because that story that I told you is a true example of how when, as I told you, if you're running a, a project that has multi-phases, is it a multi-million dollar project, you're going to have interchanging of stakeholders. And if they are unwilling to participate, as I stated before, meeting recaps, uh, attending meetings, looking at the, uh, the, the documentation uh, repository, then there's nothing more that you can do to really enlighten them. So we have to constantly be pushing out that information. And as you know, the, my, the favorite saying here at the channel was documentation, always gonna be conversation. Look, I'm sweating because we working over here today, baby. So point number two, when you look at the scope, the scope really defines a, a, a really a clear path forward with no room, and I do mean no room, for ambiguity. If if we minimize the ambiguity, ambiguity, we minimize any potential uh, uh, confusion that is actually going on. Point number three: communication mastery. We have to utilize effective communication and in, in, in making sure that we identify clear bound, uh, project boundaries and avoid misunderstanding. See, a lot of times misunderstanding comes from lack of education, lack of resource, lack of, I could keep going on on the lack aspect, but it really stems from that someone is not being communicated to properly and you have to find that communication channel that works well for them. So if they're not attending meetings, okay, maybe you ping them in Teams or you send a message through Slack, whatever that is. Maybe they prefer emails, but see, one of the things that troubles me as a project manager is that when you when you you put together this long email and it's not read and or understood, it's like it would have been better if we got on a call and then we recap that in that fam, uh, form or fashion versus me or you going back and forth via email because it does no good for neither one of us because we're not solving the problem. And the problem is you have a lack of understanding what the scope actually is and what you have in a lack of that understanding, you create mischief or watch this, you create a disconnect in between your team and the project team, which is the uh, which would encompass the whole stakeholders. So as project managers, we have to be conscious of this and we have to ensure our, our job is to set them up for success. It's not about the project manager. We're just the coach. We're just the architect of guiding the team to make sure we get, we uh, make sure that we meet our goals within the triple constraints. Point number four, risk management. Listen, being able to identify potential sources of scope creep and proactively, you see I, I use the word proactively, not reactive, 
uh, proactively managing them through a risk mitigation type technique. Let's move on to point number five, negotiation skills. You said what I said, negotiation skills. Negotiation skills, mastering the art of negotiation to find a win-win solution without let me slow that down. Maybe I missed you. I said mastering the art of negotiation to find win-win solutions without compromising the project integrity. I've seen this so many times, family, where, where we're, we try to create a win-win. And I say do try, not do. And you know how I feel about trying. But we try and create a win-win solution, but we affect the actual project integrity. We have to get to a place where we're aligned, we're moving in sync, we're moving in step. Let me move on, I don't wanna drain that anymore. Point number six, stakeholder education. Listen, this is something I'm constantly learning as I continue to grow in my career as a project manager uh, because we have to educate those stakeholders about the consequences of scope creep and making them allies and preventing that. What is an ally? Someone that is aligned with you. What is an ally? Someone that understands, hey, this is the scope. This is the expectation of the scope. Now we have to deliver. Got any questions? Move on to point number seven. We have to be vigilant, and I'm going to say continuous, uh, have a continuous vigilante about ourselves, embracing the mantra that scope management is just not a one-time task, but it's a continuous task ensuring project success. Like, we need to be looking at what the work is versus what we have in scope. And if the scope is not aligned to where it should be, then we need to go to the change management board and ask for a change with proper documentation, which leads me in to point number eight. Documentation, I'm going to say documentation fortitude. See, documentation fortitude is basically bolstering your defense with a comprehensive project documentation to support your scope decisions. As I mentioned, the change board, you, uh, having a share file or a SharePoint file or some type of documentation repository that you're able to upload documents and that the team has a visual to see actually what's going on and you have an explanation of which each particular document is. Hey family, I hope you enjoyed today's video. I enjoy making it. If you can't tell the intensity and me just being excited that I have another opportunity to hopefully and will help somebody in their project. Until next time, I'm out.